I'm still standing. <clears throat> Cue empowered Beyonce, I'm still, I'm a survivor music. <clears throat> we always, we always uh, knew that uh, these guidelines are all arbitrary and nonsensical, but I mean, they're really, I mean, to think that that's advocating or representing extreme violence is just, I, maybe that, maybe they just have their, um, AI working and it's just like, they're trying to get it right. And, and it's like reading certain things and then it just can't, you know, it can't decide context, you know, who knows? Hello, dear user. Yeah. I told that person to go F themselves. And they said, okay, your account's going to be deleted in 24 hours. I was like, yeah, fine. Rub and tug smooth brain. AI is reading. Yeah, it reads. It, it could never really get context. That's why... It, Jack Dorsey and all these these imbeciles. They don't understand that the changing landscape of pop culture references. It's it's not only impossible for AI to understand it as it changes, but it changes so fast that even humans can't understand it sometimes. You know? Like I showed my parents the painting I made of the guy putting his fist up to God and saying, God, please deliver a vaccine and and the next uh, next slide is God with it, with a bright, nice uh, gaze of light coming down. Says, "Why are you gay?" <clears throat> and they were like, "What is that? What? What is that?" And then, uh, of course, I had to reference the uh, Nigerian talk show host. Quarantine camps in Canada. Yeah. Jim Bob, I spent my life savings on GameStop. What do you do? Well, I hope you saved enough money for a rope. <clears throat> oh, no. God, this is going to get deleted now. Do I have any Israeli listeners besides me? I'm not sure. Um, most Israelis are spies. Are you a spy? Why is the truth so hard to handle? Well, because, no, you know, when you're trying to control things, truth is the last thing um, that you're interested in. So it's like, it's all narrative based. They're right. They're trying to, trying to <clears throat> write a, a book, you know, and, and just like create all of the guidelines, all of the acceptable characters. And they're trying to just shrink the range of discourse. And uh, it's all going to topple because even the people on their side, because the, 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 the speed at which cannibalism happens, ideological cannibal, cannibalism on that side of thinking, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there's people on the right who say they're free speech, but they're full of shit. Dennis Prager, you're full of shit. Um, 
And so, uh, I mean, that's just the reality. No one is really fully free speech. They're just, they want their standards and values to be um, followed, you know? So in a way, it's like, I'm not even a free speech absolutist because there are different contexts where being for absolute free speech, there's no guidance. There's not, you know, you couldn't even be a father if you were a free speech absolutist. Um, lies can't be controlled. Yeah, and they the lies require truth. So that's why it's such a funny thing to watch people doing mass deception. It's like you can't, it always borrows from what's true. You can't possibly lie. Like try to try to sit today and try to come up with a lie that doesn't start with something that you that's true. It, you, you're always borrowing from an assumed truth. Um, but, you know, these deceptions work on people who are, who are, I wouldn't say they're all dumb. They're just, you know, I think there's a relationship between the, the circumstances that you're in with accepting some level of lies or nonsense, you know. It makes sense. Brainwashed, yeah. <clears throat> Where do we find you if your account gets deleted? I don't know. If my account got deleted, just so you guys know up front, I'd probably take a two, three week break, create Savage Memes Volume 2, work on my uh, my long long term goal of the uh, the full graphic novel and uh, just give myself a rest and then you know figure out how to find everybody back again and again it's like what I have like 85,000 followers what that means to me is that I have like 3,000 followers so it's not like a big deal on my side it's just I know that my uh you know, what I do and you guys will want to find it wherever it is. And it might take time if that happens. I might go to like Telegram or any of these places. I'd probably like contact like people who aren't booted fully like Anomaly and and tell them to give a shout out. I'm not really worried um, because my website's still up made by jimbob.com. I mean... Who knows? Maybe I'll just make an app, a made by Jim Bob meme app. I don't something will happen. I'm not really worried. I, I really am not the threat here. Um they're like desperate to f- figure out how to frame me in a way that justifies uh deleting me. But I'm just like, how do they even get to that place? Like I am it's not important enough. I don't even cover enough like real big glaring issues directly it's all very you know it's almost like intellectual snobbery mostly what i do so i'm like why why are you guys even why why do you even do that you know Why is proof of absolute truth necessarily proof of God? There's no proof of God's existence. There's actually no proof of the concept of truth either. Um, But those two are related. So the same arguments against God 
uh, if you, um, the same arguments against the existence of God, if you apply them to truth itself, uh, you could, um, you could theoretically, um, be attempting to not be able to justify truth. So, uh, but otherwise it's not proof. So don't ever go around saying you can prove this or that when it comes to immaterial absolutes and stuff. Um, the point is everything's faith-based and that's the important thing that regardless of your reasoning or regardless of me doing full hour intellectual masturbating in my Prius in the parking lot, uh, when it comes down to it, you got to confront the fact that everything comes down to faith, uh, all of it, truth and, and God, anything, any knowledge, truth that you're, you're here, like all of these things, you know, it's not, you know, people like to sneak by with that self-evident bullshit. It's nonsense. It's all faith. So no, it's not, there's no proof of God's existence. You can pr make a proof in syllogistic form uh, for the necessity of God's existence. Um, you could also argue that truth, you can get any atheist uh, materialist to admit that truth is a, a concept. And once they say it's a concept, then you say, is truth absolute? And then they have to say yes, because the alternative is an absolute claim. And then then you put those together and say truth is an absolute immaterial concept. Yes. And then they say yes. And then you say our concepts up to our knowledge, everything we know about everything, reality, ourselves, other people, our concepts ever not tied or sourced from a mind. And they couldn't say no. Because you'd have to actually provide an instance where a concept exists independent of a mind. And then once they admit that, you you can basically, you could infer, you can imply, you can theorize that humans can't create absolute concepts like, like truth, laws of logic. You could stick to those two. I mean, you can get into math and, and stuff too, but... If you just stick to laws and laws of logic and truth as immaterial absolute concepts that we didn't create, but we fig we figured out, we discerned, we discovered, then you could say at least a starting point would be, well, it's not that crazy to assume that there's a mind behind concepts that we discover. Because if, if we created them, we'd be able to change them. And so that's why we, we didn't create them. We can't change the laws of logic. We can't, we don't create truth. Um, otherwise it's not true. So from that perspective, at least you get someone open to the pursuit of a mind. And then a lot of these nerds, the Joe Rogans, the Lex Friedmans, you know, the, the, you know, who's the Wiener guy not Weinberg, Wiener, Weinstein, the Weinsteins, you know, they all want to go to maybe like simulation or some external intel, uh, intelligence we can't comprehend, aka God. Um, but the reason you can't go there and have it be physical is that uh, it opens up endless regress. So that's why the only logical conclusion to justifying absolute truth, um, 
and justifying uh, existence itself would be would have to be a a mind that's absolute, that's inconceivable, and also uh, can sit outside of space time continuum. And so, um, you know, and that's where you can get a lot of like empiricists and science scientisms um, to at least start participating in the inquiry of like, well, if these things aren't created from us, like let's go down the list of possible hypotheses on how something like the laws of logic could emerge. Obviously not materially, like there's no explosion. If we just accept their ridiculous notion that an explosion created absolute order everywhere, where in the explosion did the, the immaterial absolutes uh, come into existence. Mathematics, laws of logic, these concepts are not material. So, you know, they're really stuck with that. And then they'll just be like, they just are. They just are. No. Was the, How was the podcast with Chef Pete? It was awesome. He's such a sweet dude, you know? He was a good, good interviewer. Felt like we were just having convo. He's gone through his own tribulations. He was like the top, you know, selling health advocate author in Australia. And, you know, I think he said he supported Trump or something righty, something not acceptable. And they completely smeared him. They just smeared him every which way. And so it was fun to talk about that. Yeah, when he posts that, I'll, I'll be sure to keep you guys uh, updated. So uh, seems like a cool good dude. Lives on his own farm, has horses and stuff. Does it? Um, so that was fun. Yeah, he was he was a cool, dude. A discussion with Jordan Peterson would be awesome. Well, I I couldn't possibly you know have a conversation with the man unless I was talking like him. So I'd only agree to that if he accepted the condition that he'd be talking to himself. And like under those conditions, then I would actually do a stream about him. But I'd also debate him as himself and potentially beat him. You know, and that would be really meta, meta stuff, you know. It's like I wouldn't really want to be Jim Bob, you know. Because that would be just like, you know, too diminished and like sort of, you know, self-referential, you know. It would be actually art. It would be a performance, you know. If, if... If Jordan had a debate with himself, you know, and, and I think we need more of that, you know, I think we need more people debating themselves. So it might be a, it might actually be something that we, that we see in the future with technology, you know, you know, a lot of people talking to themselves and I mean, really talking to themselves. Can we go fund that? That would be funny. I would, that would be funny. I would actually, you know, I wouldn't, I would, I would attack all of the things I normally attack, but do it in a funny way, you know, and, and, uh, I think I would defeat him. I really think I would force him to acknowledge some of the, the problems, you know, and it'd be really, it would be really fun to do. And I would do Ben Shapiro too, you know, debate him as him. And I and I am looking into getting a pro, a full prosthetic of Ben Shapiro somehow. 
I don't know how that's possible. I would need a pretty good scan straight on uh, side view and three quarter view, a really good scanner. Otherwise, I'd have to actually ask him to scan his face. And uh, I don't think I would uh, be comfortable doing that. Uh, but that would be funny. Can you imagine if I um, if I got a, a prosthetic Ben Shapiro face with a, with a yarmulke? And I just went to events and I went to public and I started debating people at bus stops and had people film it. Do you know how wonderful that would be and how, how happy that would make me? So if, there, if there's anyone in prosthetics, you guys, you know, there's only 170 of you here, but, you know, reach out if you know anyone. Don't make it too obvious. I still need it under the radar so you don't, you know, ruin the joke. But uh, if that's possible, I mean, that might be something I would shave my beard for because it's probably uh, required to, to do it con- even minimally convincing. But... Uh, I really like this idea of prosthetics. I, you know, it, it started showing up in because in China, uh, you know, they're trying to battle the facial recognition, uh, you know, authoritarianism with prosthetic faces. But, you know, I, you know, as I mentioned on a recent podcast, that uh, there's something really funny about that, where they're like, "Why would you make a prosthetic face that looks exactly the same as you?" You know. It's like Asians doing any prosthetic disguise work as Asians is just self-refuting. It's like, what are you doing? They're like, ah, I tried to battle. I'm on the battle. I need to battle the camera. I don't like the camera. Can you make me a face? Yeah, sure. I'll make you a face. What do you want it to look like? Like me, but not me. Look same, but different. He wears a yarmulke over his cowboy hat. I wish his yarmulke had little, like, you know, a strap to keep it on. I wish I wish somehow throughout all of that culture that that just happened to develop. Where it was like, you need a strap. is tradition. You know, a yarmulke without a strap is like a man without a horse. I mean, we don't use horses anymore, but you know what I mean. <clears throat> It'd be so funny. More slant, please. Give me a fake, fake face. I will fight the government. Okay. Here's my new face. Oh, you can't catch me, government. <clears throat> That's just ridiculous. Yamaka chin strap. It would work. It's so funny about that because the, obviously the yamaka is so light that you wouldn't ever need a chin strap. Like, it's absurd. But some for some reason, visually, it would make sense still. I, I, had, an, I had an invention for a yarmulke. It was a, it's just a solar panel, and it can charge your phone and your earpiece, you know? And why not, you know? It's like directly facing the sun, always. It's, it's a genius. Cell phone charger, whatever. You you name it. Of course, the, the Daily Wire is brought to you by Ball and Branch Sheets, but we also have a new product on the line that we're very happy about. It is the, the solar power yarmulke. 
The yarmulke is, is, is customized. It's perfectly made. It's a perfect circle. has a slight dome. It fits one size fits all. Uh, it does require, however, a, a chin strap. It, it's a little bit bulkier, not 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 an amount of weight that you would actually notice, but 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 you know until that technology gets better and thinner and lighter, uh, we're gonna have to start here. That's how that's how capitalism works. That's how innovation works, folks. Come on, gang. So I'm really excited about it. I've already tried it out. I, I went outside. Surprisingly, I was outside. And I, I was looking, I wasn't looking at the sun because I don't like the sun. Um, and uh, there it was, there it was. Started working, started charging everything. This earpiece right here, that's actually connected to nobody because there's no producers here, it's just me, um, is, is powered completely by the Daily Wire solar-powered yarmulke. And we're thinking of doing uh, a splash campaign with PragerU. They want to make an orange one. And I said that that might be a little bit much, but but, but who knows? You got to try it. You don't know until you try it. Don't knock it. Until you try it. <clears throat> How much? How much, though? Well, well, if you use a code word, if you stick around to the end of this, this segment, I will have a code word that will give you a discount for about, you know, 11% off. Uh, otherwise, uh, the, the the starting amount, and, and again, once we get this into production, just realize that this will get cheaper as the technology gets better and so forth. Uh, but but the going rate for for one solar powered yarmulke, and this is the not not the Prager use splash kind. Uh, this is uh, the first the first of its edition. So so you know it's 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 up around seven ninety five. Seven seven ninety five solar powered. Now, this is the only product that I would fully get behind solar power. Otherwise, solar can't do it. The economy will collapse. Yeah. Would I consider myself libertarian? No. I went through a libertarian phase, but uh, libertarianism can't account for moral degeneracy. And so um, <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff in life that has nothing to do with legality. Uh, there's, there's behaviors in life and, and moral codes that transcend legal. And so, uh, no libertarianism is, is just, uh, it's got some decent principles, but it's not a standalone worldview. It, it needs outside justification. It needs more. It doesn't have a moral justification. You know, regardless of how much Ayn Rand you read, you know, she's full of shit. But that that model that model good is 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 pursuing your greatest your greatest pursuits and your your value you being alive and then you pursue all your appetites and everything you want in your life is the greatest good. That's <clears throat> such bullshit. That's just straight up Crowleyanism. It's straight up do as you wilt. And she really represents that, you know. I, I, I knew when I came to the States that I would not be a model. I would not be model. So I, 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 I think, what can I do? You know, I will not be on billboard. I will, I will type. Uh, I will type in the darkness. I will sit with my borscht soup and I will dribble out words forever, pedantically. On the, I'm a Remington typewriter forever, and and I will not see the light. Like I do not like the sunshine either, like Shapiro. I don't blink. 
I don't blink. I don't blink. No, I was not real. It's possible. And everyone's like, oh, it's just amazing to see a woman in this position. It's just like, you know, it's like, it's, do you, do you consider it a big accomplishment that you're a woman novelist and you're, you're propped up here on the stage? Yes, but, but that is secondary. What is first and foremost is that I pursue my own goals and I have penis envy. I admit it. You know, sometimes when I'm writing, I leave it out, but I actually describe Howard Rourke's uh, genitalia in detail. And I save that bit for myself. I print, I don't print. I, I, I hit the return on the typewriter. And I pull that out and I put that by my bedside. Okay, John Galt. Who is John Galt, you, you ask? That is what I think. What is John Galt's midsection look like? That is what I want to know. <clears throat> what do you think of Dr. Shiva? Uh, I haven't really gone into it much. The first time I saw him, I was like, I was making fun of Bill Gates. Told him to, I, I went on to his live stream in the chat and I was telling him to give Bill Gates a wedgie. Um, other than that, I think he's in the same world. He's in the medical profiteering world. You know, he's in the vaccine world. Everybody who's anybody and they're accepted. It's almost like, and they're accepted generally by the, by the authorized, uh, elite. They're playing a game. They're playing the same game, especially when they get into politics. Like once someone runs for office, someone's running them for office, basically. You know, some some angle. There's always an angle. You can't get in unless you're propped up and you got a nice supply of money coming in uh, to take the risk. And there's got to be something on the other side of that money. So there's always something. So uh, I never trust anybody who's, who's uh, running for office ever. He's not accepted by media. Yeah, he's not accepted fully by media and he's partially, he's been partially um, smeared, uh, but he's still in the game. He's still in that game. Um. <clears throat> college education or learn a skill uh the latter unless the they're both combined so you know i went to college i went to technically a trade school to learn uh how to make to be a metalsmith so you know electricity you know the i don't know if you guys heard of like boses that's like you know operating large machinery um anything with your hands really you know uh is a good idea skills but you don't have to go to school to learn those things anymore like you can look at the old apprenticeship style where you find someone who takes you under your wing you'll be it's more rewarding anyway than being all disconnected in a cold sterile environment where there's 10 other of you out there and you know 
for every new person that goes to school for what you're going to school for, it, it diminishes the value and your potential uh, labor value. But there's nothing that replaces the trust and the relationship and love that's created through an apprenticeship, through uh, someone guiding you and knowing that you are their product, you're their legacy. And that's how it used to always be. Most of existence, it's been that way. And only recently, after the Industrial Revolution, we see, we just think we, it's progress automatically just because we can do things faster. I disagree. I disagree. Anyway, I had to take a... This is going to be short, too, because I had soup and it took longer to eat than my regular, like, piece of pizza or something in my car. So I got to have to take a couple more questions and get out of here. Mm. <clears throat> I don't know. What else? I was always made fun of for being a hairstylist. Yeah, that'll always be needed. Always. Apprentice. Anyway, I gotta go. Um, buy Savage Memes. I don't think I'm gonna be deleted anytime soon, but who knows? So get the book while we have them. I'll work on Savage Memes Volume 2. In the event that I am deleted out of nowhere, I already told you my plan. I'll just like take some time. Two weeks. Do stuff. And then show up somewhere else. Okay. All right. See ya.